1: Eight hundred four seven zero seven one one three. That's eight hundred four seven zero seventy one thirteen.
2: Now on the tee. Is it time? Let's do this. Hey there and welcome to this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, secluding ourselves and talking golf with you. Thanks for being with us. we got a great show for you. As we mentioned, we're welcoming those into our clubhouse, telling some great stories, but uh, those otherwise don't get featured oftentimes, including tour reps, and we got another one for you. Kevin Napier from Callaway Golf. He's the senior tour technician. Essentially, he drives the tour truck from PGA Tour Stop to PGA Tour Stop, and, you know, his list of dream jobs continues. We talked with his uh, buddy Johnny Thompson last week who's out there working the tee. Well, this week we're going to talk to Kevin. He's in the truck building all the clubs and getting the truck from spot to spot. So I think you'll find that to be pretty interesting. That's coming up on the Back Nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Plus, we're going to welcome in KC Clark from Quater, part of the Travis Matthew brand. New line of shoes for you. So if you're a shoe guy like I am, you're going to definitely want to tune in and find out about this new line of footwear for golf. In uh, under the Travis Matthew umbrella. Also, America's favorite caddy stops by. Bob, we got to ask him about the questions surrounding the potential changes to venues for the U.S. Open and what that might look like on the West Coast. And, uh, of course, we'll hit all of those news and notes coming up this week on Real Golf Radio. Bob, how are you, man? you doing okay? Oh, yeah, doing well.
1: Enjoying a, a little bit of time with, with family and spending time. Had a, had a nice lunch the other day with my wife out at the park. Uh, had a little bit of uh you know, I have, had a little bit of lunch. It was about 68 degrees, and then woke up the next morning and it was uh, 36 degrees and snow on the ground. Kind of well, crazy.
2: That's springtime in Utah for sure. But yeah, it is nice to get out. Isn't it interesting how much time people are spending with family, uh, getting outside and doing things like a picnic, uh, getting outside and walking? And yep. uh, I mean, I sit here by my office window and I see here in my home office people strolling by. It is definitely changing things. Fortunately for me uh, and those of us in Utah, Utah golf courses are open and I know that's the case in many parts of the country and so we applaud our our leaders for uh, recognizing the opportunity that a golf course provides for uh, those of us that enjoy the sport during this isolation time to get out practice social distancing and still enjoy being in the fresh air and the enjoyment of chasing that little white ball around a green golf course. So uh, we'll talk about what's happening, the latest news and notes coming up next. And then as we mentioned, uh, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy Casey Clark, talking a little footwear and uh, and then a back nine full of some tour insights, which uh, I can't wait for. So uh, we got all that straight ahead. You'll get our take and uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Brian and Bob with you presented by Callaway golf and the new Chrome soft and Chrome soft. X show continues next. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey. Moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down? Hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver. Fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, load Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com.
1: To be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set, while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one iron.
2: In golf. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core to give you the unheard-of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Schauffele, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now, Chrome Soft X is available with triple-track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags
1: set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 Stand Bag is ultra-sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry.
2: While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now
3: back to Real Golf Radio
2: with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. This segment brought to you by Callaway and the new Chrome Soft. You know, how did they make their most advanced tour ball even better? Well, they stripped the ball in their U.S. factory down to the studs. They invested to rebuild the plant and reconstruct the new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X, and they are available now. They've got a larger dual soft fast core, a high-speed mantle system with a thinner urethane cover. It all adds up to the fastest, highest quality, most consistent tour ball ever check out chrome soft or chrome soft x today at dot bob i've had some times when i've been playing in these utah winds you mentioned the changing weather it's not yeah. unusual to find ourselves out playing a little golf and going from short sleeves to beanies and coats uh, by the time you're done uh, temperature can change fast yeah, those winds kick up right snow i did find myself in snow last saturday yes, that is true did. for a whole yeah it was it was bizarre but my point is, is I I I've hit some bomb drives with my Maverick driver, and my Chrome Soft X into some cold winds, and they just, it, it just, it just, they 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 still go. Like it surprises me. I mean, I just, I it, it, it's so good. The technology is so good, and I my playing partners look at me and they're like, really? And I'm like, Chrome Soft X, man, give it a try. They all they all seem to shirk off the soft thing. You know, I can't play a quote softball or what have. You. Look, give it a try. I consistently hit it further than than those that I'm playing with, with uh, that are playing other brands. Uh, highly recommend it. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. All right, Bob, I am full Masters mode as as you know this week. Of course, I have my little azalea plant right behind me here. It's blooming. I'm watering it. I'm I'm keeping it in indirect sunlight. And because this represents for me a little piece of Augusta that. We're not going to have this year, at least not right now, not springtime, Augusta, and even in fall Augusta, as I understand, maybe we don't get azaleas, but I got my azaleas I've got my master's cups out. I started pulling out the old plastic cups that we save every year those are those are
1: twenty four seven three sixty five at my house
2: yeah they're they're just you know, so I've been putting my sodas in there i've been trying to do I wish that I had saved you know something from you know some sort of something to eat or something but you know just to kind of take me back but
1: well i've i've had uh egg salad sandwiches all week you have yes i have
2: really you're doing your homemade egg salad so um, are you going gourmet egg salad are you going augusta egg salad that's what i want to know well it's you know it's egg salad's egg salad well yes i don't don't know i
1: don't put a lot of stuff in it other than mayonnaise and a little bit of mustard
2: okay so you're keeping it pretty simple and
1: maybe a little bit of garlic salt and pepper OK, but that's it.
2: That's probably an upgrade from Augusta. Uh, the Augusta egg salad is the plainest egg salad you'll ever had have on the plainest white bread you'll ever have. So my guess is you're probably upgrading the bread category.
1: Uh, no. Just St- having keto bread.
2: Oh, so OK. Sorry, you are not even going on bread. OK, that's. No, I have bread. Oh, you do. Yeah. OK. All right. Yeah.
1: Well, nice job. So but I'm, I'm I, and, and then I just put a little bit of Frank's hot sauce on it. And there you go. We're good. Mm. All right, and it's really good. So yes, I I have been eating egg salad sandwiches. I've been drinking out of my cups. <laughs> um, yes,
2: wearing master shirts. I got my I've got my t shirts. Yeah. You know, the sad part is, is I was just about to recycle some of mine that were a couple years old because Can't I knew it. we could restock. Can't do it now. Not gonna do it. No. Got to hang yeah, on to those. We won't be there. Never know. You know, I, I mentioned this. I posted on my Facebook page. I changed my profile picture to uh, one that we took at Augusta a couple years yeah. ago on the bleachers overlooking the 13th green. One of my favorite, that's my favorite green on the golf course. And uh, I posted that, you know, I got to put this up because, you know, I'm, this is all I'm going to have. I'm not going to be able to go back this year. <laughs> one of my friends, one of my friends from uh, up in Montana, state of Montana, he says, Welcome <laughs> to my personal hell, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think, yeah, I'm probably not going to get any sympathy that my 20 years in a row ends potentially you know, this April and next week, but where others well, are hoping to brings, go one time that brings up,
1: that brings up the,
2: the possibility of November. Yeah. What do you think, huh? Some of the reports out of golf week and so, so forth. Tell us what, what's the latest. So, um, out it, the
1: schedules, PGA tour schedule is being changed up. First of all, uh, uh, the Women's U.S. Open, it was announced today that they're going to be pushing back their event. Still going to be played at the same course, Champions in Houston, Texas. My dad played a Ryder Cup there. Um, but it's going to be on December 10th through 13th. That's the U.S. Women's Open. So we know that that's been postponed a little bit. Also, they've, they've changed up a bunch of their schedules. How about this? 14 events so far have been canceled on Man. the LPGA Tour. It's pretty crazy. Wow, tough year. So the PGA Tour is getting ready to announce. At least that's what the reports are. That um, they will be back mid June. That's what they're shooting for right now. Um, but and at the time of this taping, at.
2: yeah, at the time of this taping, things could change by the time you're listening to this, whether yes. it's uh, live or in, in podcast. So uh, yeah, it's a, definitely a fluid situation.
1: Yep. So possible reschedule of the Open Championship. Reports came out earlier this week that it was totally canceled. Um, USGA came out the next day and said, nope, nope, it's not canceled. Um, But it could be rescheduled to September 17th through 20th Mm. um, at Royal St. George's. If that event is canceled or they are able to play it July 16th through 19th, the Open Championship, then that opens up a new possible date for the 17th through 20th for the um, U.S. Open. And um, that would be still at Wingfoot if that date uh, works out, the 17th through the 20th. Of September. Of September. Okay. The following week is the Ryder Cup, which is the 25th to the 27th, and that will still be placed or still be played at Whistling Straits. So that's kind of what that looks like US in Open
2: course. to Ryder Cup what a what a couple of weeks that would be huh
1: US Open to Ryder Cup or Open Championship to Ryder Cup
2: Yeah that one would be a little tougher cuz you got the you got to go across the Atlantic but all right so we started out talking about Augusta I get all that so the things yep. are changing but what are we hearing about Augusta that's what people are on that's what's on our minds right okay. now cuz we otherwise would be getting ready for that next week and So the news
1: out is that the Masters would be rescheduled to the week of November 9th, which the tournament days would be the 12th through the 15th then. Wow. So you'd see fall colors, not azalea colors. I hear they bloom a couple times a year, though. Um, The golf course would be in phenomenal shape, Uh, coming out of their off time, having a full month, month and a half to grow and get ready. Um. November is actually a drier time in Augusta, Georgia than an October date or an April date. Mm. Um, so the golf course, would it, it would be new to have it at that point, uh, it, absolutely. But a lot of people say it's a perfect time of year to play that golf course.
2: And Augusta typically has a – well, not typically. Uh, traditionally, of course, has the smaller field because they're dealing yes. with less daylight in April. Correct. So the same scenario would be – in November. Opposite. Yeah. So it still would be limited daylight just coming on the back end of it. And and yet they would still have that limited field. So really interesting. Other
1: other stories out are that Augusta National and everything is talking with the city, also talking with uh, school districts, that kind of thing, so that they um, can continue to have like a, a fall break where like they have spring break. For, for the kids in school and stuff like that to be able to volunteer and help and and that kind of thing during the week.
2: Well, look, I, I mean, you're giving me hope, right? You're giving me some uh, things, uh, reason reason to hope to see uh, the Masters be played in this year of 2020. And yep. wouldn't that be exciting? You know, you go all this time without sports. So sure, that time of year, you're going to have football going on. You're going to have NBA going on, all that type of thing. Well, well, uh, traditionally, you would. Who knows how this is all going to shake out. But I, I see a situation, Bob, where... You're going to have people who are so starved for sports, they're not going to mind watching a little bit of golf and then flipping it over and watching some football and then flipping it over and watching some basketball. They're going to be like, hey, give me some normal, man. Give me anything that's back to normal. Let's, so let's pack it all in. Yeah, so we're, we're, we're probably going to see that. We'll, we'll run by these scenarios with the caddy. He joins us coming up next. Get his take on some of the potential courses for the U.S. Open out west as well as we continue right here on Real Golf Radio. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses.
6: Want to feel the need for speed on the golf course? Come into Uinta Golf and check out the new Cobra Speed Zone Drivers, Fairways, Irons, and Hybrids. The new King Speed Zone Driver and King Speed Zone Extreme Driver has been designed to go as fast and straight as possible. New Speed Zone King SC is Cobra's first ever carbon fiber iron line that delivers maximum speed, power, and forgiveness. Get custom fit today and receive a 50% bonus trade-in towards any new Cobra Speed Zone Series golf club. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee.
3: Now, back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right,
2: welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, We appreciate you being with us. It's brought to you in part by Callaway and the Maverick Driver. There's distance out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Check out the new Maverick Driver at CallawayGolf.com. And uh, we appreciate, again, you being with us as we continue talking about uh, a lot is happening. This is a fluid situation, and it continues to be so. Uh, As we mentioned, we're going to talk a little bit about shoe technology with Casey Clark from Quater under the Travis Matthew brand that's coming up in the next segment. But first...
3: There are bag rats. (laughs) And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour.
0: While we can neither
3: confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the
2: caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, caddy joins us weekly right here on Real Golf Radio. And, uh, boy, you know what? You can't contain a caddy. That guy's on top of it regardless of the sanctions put in place and we're grateful to have him. Hey Caddy, what's up, man?
7: Well, I was I listened to, you know, with a little extra time on my hands. I, I went back and listened to a few of the uh po- pulled a few podcasts out of the freezer and I decided, boy, I really need to do something about my audio quality, so I hope this is an improvement. <laughs>
2: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You know, it does help to listen. we <laughs> Well the fact that we updated you from the original iPhone, uh, you know, that that's that's gotta be something.
7: Well, it was actually the Razor. Ah,
2: oh. wow, is that what it ah. was? Yeah.
7: Yeah. <laughs> the, the original brick. Razor.
2: The brick.
8: the
7: brick. Yeah. Well Kenny, so we, we're did, glad to hear did, you're doing did, well. Did you not say it was a fluid situation?
2: Uh, oh, I see what you do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. boy. Right. Caddy doesn't miss anything. No, Caddy doesn't miss anything. No, no. Caddy's always listening. My job. Very My perceptive. Job. Yep. yep.
1: And all the news is going viral. Oh boy,
2: let's not let's not really let's not make this
7: whole
1: thing about that.
7: Okay, um, let's let's put on a good show for the three listeners
2: that are still hanging in there. Everybody else just went At next. Yeah, yeah. Let's listen. To some eight, days are better than others. Let's right listen though. to '80s rewind right now. So, um, all right, Caddy. So uh, some of the news that's been going—it's on, it's pretty interesting, right? I mean, so we we've uh, recently learned that the USGA has rescheduled the US Women's Open for December. Um, so, things are starting to move, and there 's reports out of um, USA today about you know some changes, possible master 's dates in November uh, what What are your just generally speaking, Bob and I have been talking about it but what's your what 's your thoughts on on trying to salvage a season I guess late in the year
7: if it 's possible try to salvage it. One reality of what 's going on here is the further we go along, the better data we have which enables us to make better predictions about when we can get, when, when we can do things from opening things up to playing sports again, to life being back to quote unquote, I don't want to say normal our life being back to post post virus effect or post virus, um, you know, situation. So yeah, I I'm all for it. I think uh, there's a reason there not canceling the whole season way ahead of time is because no one has any idea what ahead of time even means. So I, I, it makes perfect sense to me. Try to salvage it. Of course. Right? Why not?
1: Yeah. Just, just wait and see and um, kind of see what happens and how things, things move along. The interesting thing would be that now you're packing everything uh, with professional golf into college football season, professional football season, start of the NBA, all that that kind of stuff. Since since we're not having any sports now for a little while or for the foreseeable future, we're going to be inundated with sports in the fall.
7: Could be. Uh, We don't yet know which sports can come back. Some may be able to be played before others. Uh, I think sports where you can have the fan-no-fan thing, some sports are just a lot easier to crank up and, and make happen quickly than others just because of the number of participants or the field of play, things like that. So I don't know that everything's going to start up all at once. It may, it may not. It's Again, we just don't know yet.
2: All right, Caddy. So tell me what you think about some of this and golf week, again, doing a great job uh, with, with an article, Eamon Lynch, with uh, some really good reporting and putting some things together about some possible changes, citing some sources uh, from the USGA from from others that are that are making schedules, but uh, they're they're talking about moving the U.S. Open out of Wingfoot because, of course, you get late in the year in New York, and you know you have weather. So they're looking at West Coast and probably going to a place where they've held a U.S. Open in the past. So they're talking about Tory Pines. They're talking about Pebble Beach where you know they played last year and Torrey Pines, which they're supposed to play next year. So what are your thoughts on that? And then what are some things logistically that, that go into that and especially playing two golf courses? What, what's your thoughts?
7: I, I, I'm not too informed on the logistics of things, but I'm sure the logistics are a nightmare for whoever has to take care of that. Uh, I think that champions – isn't a good spot for the women's open in that they can play late into the year. You can play in Houston in December, almost all yeah. the time. Uh, obviously Wingfoot, you can push that into maybe mid October. And then you're really risking it after that. I mean, there's plenty of times when you can play a lot of good golf in New York in November, but you can't count on that. So yeah, you'd have to move it to, to something like Tory would be obvious. Pebble would be obvious. Easy to do. Been there, done that, kind of thing. So, good ideas. It's, it's. I think if the U.S. if the men's U.S. Open gets moved, yeah, or changed to later in the year, it's 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 likely. It's probably going to have to move to a climate more climate friendly place because it probably will be played after you know later in the year if you can salvage it. So that'd be my guess.
1: So what? So what they're saying is um, the Open Championship hasn't decided whether they're going to be able to play in July, or if they'll need to reschedule um, to uh, the week of September 17th through 20th. It'll stay at St. George's, or if they're going to cancel it. So if they if they don't if they play in July or they cancel at the Open Championship, that opens up that week of September 17th through 20th for the U.S. Open. To be played still at Wingfoot. Now, if that that date's not open, then that's when they're thinking about moving it um, to either Torrey Pines or Pebble Beach. And since the U.S. Open is a 156 player field, they will definitely need two golf courses to get them around with the with the short hours of light um, to get them around for the first two rounds before they make a cut and then play the final rounds on the on the host course.
2: This has got to be like some massive game of dibs, Brian, right, Gaddy? I mean Brian, yeah Brian, but, this, Can I can I Brian, I've got
7: a got a cut in right here. So if you listen if you listen to what Bob just said. Yeah. That's exactly for, for our listeners who have not had the pleasure of experiencing this in person. What you just heard was what, sound, what it sounds like when Bones is describing how to hit a simple 15-foot 8-iron chip shot straight uphill to film. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like.
2: I just had to throw that in. Just matter of fact, Bob laying it out there. No, but, but is, that, is that like a massive game of dibs going on? I mean, does the RNA be like, hey, we want this September date, and USGA is like, ah, that would have been a good one for us, Sorry. We got you know. We got history on our side. We're, we've been around a little longer. Okay, all right. Well, listen. I mean, how did, how did that all go down? Like, I dibs that date. No, I, but, anyway. I just think that's funny. I'm going to throw something at you.
7: I don't know how this works with all the, I mean, everybody at that, when you get to the top of the food chain in golf, everybody knows everybody. Everybody works together. The RNA, the USGA, everybody at the Masters. They're all kind of all the same people, right? I mean, they're kind of. A lot of them are intertwined with each other, and this and that. So, I think um, maybe that makes it a lot easier to work together when you're talking about those major championships because they're they're just also intertwined with the same folks, right?
2: Yeah.
7: You go to the Masters. Who's there? Well, everybody from the USGA is there. Everybody yeah. from the RNA in there, and they're all involved in running the tournament, kind of. If I'm not mistaken, they're all on the rules committees together. So. I think that makes it easier for them to coordinate. And I'm going to guess. Um, look, do you think if if the, if the master says we're going to play this week in October, you think anybody's going to go? No, we're going to schedule that week and see what happens. I don't think so. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that's the truth. You know, the, when, truth. The, yeah, you
1: know the, so. the week that's the week that would remain the same. Technically, would be the right would be the Ryder Cup, which is September twenty fifth through twenty seventh at Whistling Straits. So, see, and I just don't um, see you going okay. across
2: uh, St. George's and then flying back to Wisconsin for the very next week for Ryder Cup. That seems, I don't know that that, that one seems the scheduling the, the biggest scheduling challenge.
7: Well, well, you, you you certainly could go from. So you you don't see going from Whistling Straits over to St. George.
6: No, no, it'd be from the other Saint way
1: two whistling straights.
7: Why not? That's what we do all the time over here. We and go from also, here, the, the thing about that date, though, the also, Ryder Cup.
1: they only they only play three rounds during the during the during the, during the, Ry- during the Ryder Cup. So it's only Friday, Saturday, right. Sunday. So they've actually got an extra day to acclimatize when they come back.
7: All right. Um, oh, you're talking from St. George to Ryder Cup? Yes, correct. Uh. Kind of a, yeah, kind of a half day because you're, you're losing that time. You're losing that eight. uh, That's what 11 hours time change. 11 hour time change. Or no, no, it's an eight hour time change. So
5: yeah.
7: Um, yeah, you're kind of losing half a day coming from there. But anyway, I mean, you could certainly do that. They're going to charter a jet and be there. They're going to sleep on the jet. It probably in a nicer place than anywhere we've ever slept in our lives. So (laughs) kind kind of like going
1: from, uh, from Tiger's event all the way to Australia.
7: Yeah, boy. That would have been a nice one. If you're gonna I Jeff Sluman said one time, he told me that uh Jack Nicholas invited him to go along with him. I think it was just South Africa and maybe a few other places for a few days to go visit some golf courses that Jack was working on and so they flew in Jack's jet and and Flew said it was just like you know, taking a drive around your neighborhood—basically, you didn't even realize you had gone half around, halfway around the world. It was so easy to do. I'm probably, I'm probably, uh, you know, telling the story with a little more generality. As I, was like, you know, our motto—we have two mottos here, right? I can yep. either confirm it or deny the accuracy of that information, and never let the truth get in the way of a good story. As long as we stick so with those too, two, we're okay. Right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, but it's just—it's a, it's a mess, right? It's a mess. It's it's Look, the nice thing is, is that we're talking about doing something at all at some point in time. So that's the that's the positive
2: thing. Here's the thing I got to ask you about, Caddy. Though, are you Torrey Pines North as a companion course to the U.S. Yes. Open, or Spyglass as a companion course to Pebble for the U.S. Open? I mean, that that's really what you look at. And then they're going to have to, obviously, Bob. They wouldn't let us park on the range at Spyglass for the media shuttle if we right. are uh, if they're hosting. Uh, or it goes to Monterey Peninsula that, Country. Well, place. that's it. So well, what do you like there, Caddy, from a companion course standpoint?
7: Depends on what what's your parameter of what's good is. If you're looking for logistics, clearly it's story Pines because you're all on one property and everything's right there. So that's that's the no-brainer for just making it easier for logistics.
2: Right, but don't uh, they utilize for, the north course a lot for some of the tents and things? They wouldn't be able to do that. Suddenly you've you've lost that ability because you're playing on that course, right?
7: See, Bob. That's why I'm uh, noted earlier in the show that I'm not an expert on the logistics, because Brian just totally schooled me on that right now.
1: Well, I, I think, think they're going to have that to move tents event. around and not have them in the normal places Obviously, that they yeah. would during 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 the events. So, taking um, that aside, and it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult to get those all up.
2: Yeah. Taking that aside, though, you know, mate, what what do you like from I mean, a from, from Tory North or or maybe Spy?
7: So, just looking at the golf courses themselves. Um, Tour North is a far more difficult course than it used to be. Yeah, I mean look at the scores. They're, they're not always yeah. they're better on the north but they're not they're not like so it, it's plenty good to compete on um at the level we're talking about no question. Spyglass in my opinion is one of the best courses on tour. I just think it's a better it's a, it's a better tougher golf course than than touring North. It's not it may not be as difficult as Torrey South. Torrey South, like Torrey South, might be one of the hardest courses on tour. Yeah. Um, you know, and Pebble can be one of the easiest courses on tour and one of the hardest courses on tour. So, yeah, you know that that's such a matter of opinion. Uh, I'd 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 like to see it at Spyglass. I love, but I love Spyglass. I'm fire. I really like Spyglass.
2: Yeah, that's true. It can be cold. It can be cold in Monterey in June or November, whatever, right? I mean, it's all good. Same temperature.
7: Well, Monterey Monterey in October is ridiculous. I mean, if you go out to Pebble and you want good weather, I've been I've never ever I've been out there a lot and I just it seems like October, November, December, it's spectacular out there. It's really and of course San Diego. Holy wow. If you want nice, Bob, I mean, if you want nice weather in yep. those months, yep. oh my goodness. Wow. You can't lose it. You, you could, you're, if, you're, if you want to guarantee between weather between us, so you go to San Diego, no question. But they're both very good in the fall.
2: Mm. All right. Well, I guess we'll see what happens as they continue to release more and more information almost uh, up to the minute. Caddy, thanks for the insights, man. Good to visit with you as always. And you know what? Stay safe, man. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. Show continues next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you on Real Golf Radio. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at riversmith.com.
1: When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation.
2: Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly,
1: the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters.
2: The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway Golf Balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, Vernier Hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy.
1: That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and
2: accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one. On putter in golf callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old same old it takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative and that's what callaway did with the new maverick driver maverick's Flashface ss20 was designed using artificial intelligence a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created callaway's fastest most forgiving driver possible new distance is out there it takes a maverick to find it explore maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com.
9: at the first tee oh, oops. it's the little things in life we pick up hey thank you that make for a successful future thank you you're welcome thanks oh you dropped this because little things can carry a big impact Sorry. both on and off the course hey thanks To learn more, visit thefirsttea.org.
2: What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard-of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now, Chrome Soft X is available with triple-track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com.
3: You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade.
5: You've started it. That's
3: real golf radio.
2: All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us. I'm really excited about this next interview because it's one of my favorite pieces of gear, I guess, if you will, if you want to go down that road. It's just, I love talking about shoes. I'm, I have more <laughs> golf shoes than my wife has shoes, period. And, and I absolutely love golf shoes. So really excited to bring on our next guest uh, is a Senior Marketing Manager for Quater uh, under the Travis Matthew brand. His name's Casey Clark. He joins us right now. Casey, what's up, man? How are you? How are we doing, guys? Appreciate you guys having me on today. Yeah, good to visit with you. And so uh, you obviously heard my little introduction there. Love golf shoes. And I, I've i had a little bit of exposure to Equator brand from the, the sock standpoint. So when I saw shoes, I was like, hey, you know what? I actually really like those socks. Uh, let's see what the shoes are all about. And, and and I know you guys are a little bit under that Travis umbrella, and, and the shoe lineup, first of all, well done. It's got a very Travis look, very Newport Beach look, very Southern California. Yep. And, uh, I, I mean, tell us a little bit about how you got started in this because uh, the lineup, first glance, looks amazing.
10: Yeah, first off, I appreciate the kind words, and uh, I'm happy to uh, help contribute to that, that shoe addiction that you've got going on over there. <laughs> Thank so you. I appreciate the opportunity to help you out there. So, yeah, Quater, um, we launched our first line of golf footwear and um, uh, back in November, we did a soft launch through our direct-to-consumer channels, which are e com and Travis brick-and-mortar retail stores. And then we did the greater wholesale launch um, in March. Um, so we have kind of all of our current uh, footwear products out there in the marketplace now. And, you know, I think the, the approach that you're going to see with a lot of our golf footwear is, you know, we're, we're very much performance driven. We're going to make sure that the, the products, you know, perform at the highest levels, um, but we're also going to have fun doing it. So, you know, you'll see in some of our marketing and advertising we take a very Travis based approach where we're trying to take the stigma out of, of golf with, you know, um, you know, very over technical products with unnecessary details and, and technology. Um the one thing I always go to and I'm, some people love this, some people hate it, is BOA technology, right? You have that big old turn dial on the back of your shoe and the way we see that is it's just kind of unnecessary technology. So um you know we're very much just trying to create a clean, simple um Look with you know understated branding, um, but a shoe that looks really good and performs at the uh, at the highest uh, standard.
1: So, tell us about your line. Tell us about what's your Rolls Royce as far as your shoes are concerned, and and uh, the rest of them through the line.
8: Yeah, so um,
10: I mean, we have both golf and casual footwear, but uh, in the golf space, we have a lineup of of four different products that we're offering. And I think the beautiful thing about the lineup is it kind of reaches to a a broad uh, array of, of different consumers. So. Um, you know, as we talk about the legend, it's kind of your classic, iconic silhouette. Um, and the, really the twist that we put on that is, um, incorporating what we like to call sweet spot technology, which, um, will be incorporated into the midsole uh, of that shoe. It's about 30% lighter than competition. And, um, we like to say that it's comfort right out of the box. So you'll feel that, um, right when you put it on, it's, it's much lighter and it has that like really cushy responsiveness to it. Um, and then, uh, when we talk about kind of our two pinnacle products in terms of, um, our best sellers and, and the shoes that are kind of our, uh, differentiators in the market. Um, first you have the Moneymaker, which is that kind of on-trend, um, athletic, um, inspired look that has that spikeless outsole. Again, super comfortable, lightweight, um, and just has that really, uh, modern athletic look to it. And then, um, as we talk about, like, kind of our, our, our bellwether ringer for, uh, pun intended in the lineup is the, the Ringer. So, that's uh, our, our Spike, um, athletic, modern-looking um, silhouette. Um, definitely my favorite in the lineup. Um, and, again, incorporating that sweet spot, te- sweet spot technology into the midsole. Again, super light, super comfortable, and just clean, classic, and iconic. And then uh, lastly is the, uh, the Wild Card, which is uh, very much that Southern California look. Um, it's kind of the shoe that if you saw it, you'd have no idea it was a golf shoe, uh, but it has that spikeless outsole. Um, it has some uh, 3M Defender treatments to it to keep it water resistant, uh, but just very, uh, very casual approach to uh, to golf footwear.
2: Casey, I love the wild card. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a Southern <laughs> California boy necessarily. <laughs> I'm up here in the in the mountain countries, but, but I, I see at our at our club a lot more of a of a of a trend toward that type of a golf shoe than you know maybe the more technical golf shoe so i I think it's interesting for the longest time it felt like you need there was a requirement for some technology in order to you know help your swing or your stability you know things along those lines but it it feels like you know freddie couples was sort of the outlier for a long time and now everybody is is all all about kind of that that same sort of look
10: yeah, I think there's a big push and trend into golf and to, to kind of fitting into, you know, different streams of fashion. You see, um, some of the big brands out there that have a lot of legs and streetwear kind of dabbling into that space and bringing, um, some of their iconic footwear and putting, uh, golf outsoles on it. You see, um, different fashion brands that's really trying to play off of golf. So I think whether it's the, something like the wild card that's bringing that clean, um, casual, uh, golf shoe that's kind of that Southern California styling into the space or, something like a Jordan that's putting a spiked outsole on it there you're really seeing a different a, a different uh trend within golf space than you've seen historically
2: yeah I love it Let, let's talk a little yeah. bit about the first one you mentioned there the legend because the legend this thing yeah. is I mean this is this is a, as you said, a very iconic golf shoe look here, and and I love your right out mm-hmm. of the box comfort because it growing up, right? I mean, Bob, you could even talk to this more than me, but oh, yeah. when you grew when growing up, if you pulled a high end pair of golf shoes out of the box, man, you knew you were in for a couple of weeks of blisters before you could uh, <laughs> you could enjoy them.
10: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that was kind of a big a big focus of ours. We really uh, focused in on, I mean, on all of our products. Um, the biggest kind of thing that we wanted to own was comfort and. Um, you know, I think and uh, focusing on the way that we engineer the product and uh, incorporate that sweet Spot technology, that, that out-of-the-box comfort and um, kind of continues through the 18 holes, and, and you can really feel a difference.
1: Well, and, and the other thing about, about those older shoes ever, those things were so stinking heavy, too, when, you know, <laughs> when you were wearing them and that kind of thing. And this, this looks like it's, it's the type of shoe that, that is lightweight but yet has all that functionality and everything.
10: Yeah, I think that's the beauty of it. You still get that that classic look, but with some of those modern details that kind of puts it up to the standard that you'd want in uh, your your golf shoe in 2020.
2: Nice. Uh, well, Casey, talk to us a little bit about, I mean, from, from a price point standpoint as well, I mean, you, you got them all the way from 129 up to the 249 as we mentioned, for the Legend. And uh, where, where can these, you know, when are they available? How can we get them?
10: Yeah, so um, everything's available currently um, online through uh, – Equator.com, TravisMatthew.com, uh, as well as Travis TravisMatthew brick-and-mortar retail stores across the nation. And then um, you can also file it, find it in um, a lot of the major big box retailers, Golf Galaxy, Dick's Sporting Goods, um, and the like.
2: Well, hopefully we'll be all up and running in uh, full retail mode here before too long, and everybody can uh, get their hands on these. Uh, they're, they're fantastic. The other thing I no- noticed, and I thought I'd throw this out, is at least on the legend, I don't know if this holds true through the line, but it does say it runs – Just slightly big, which is good for me because I have a wide foot. So uh, I I love the sound of that. Does that translate all the way down to the wild card as well? Uh, You know,
10: it's really the legend specifically that runs a little bit big. Um, Everything else is pretty true to size. um, And we're actually uh, course correcting that a little bit to make it a little bit more true to size. So um, you'll find uh, the majority of our products uh, run true to size as you would find them on any other uh, brand.
2: I love it. Well, Casey, thanks so much, man, for taking some time. Uh, you have definitely added to my addiction. I love the look of the lineup and uh, can't wait to see what you guys continue to do. Travis is a cool brand. Everybody knows that. And, and the fact that they're now entering footwear with Quater is, uh, is fantastic. So well done and wishing you the best of luck as uh, we kind of get through all this, uh, I guess, interruption with uh, the COVID and back to business because this is, a, this is a great lineup. I wish you the best of success.
10: Awesome. I appreciate it, guys, and I appreciate all the support. Um, Hopefully we get to uh, talk
2: again soon. Yeah, looking forward to Casey Clarks, the Senior Marketing Manager for Quater. Check out their new lineup of shoes, as you mentioned, on their website at travismatthew.com or quater.com or available at your favorite retail shop. We'll take a short break. More Real Golf Radio continues next. Hey, guys. BT here. And Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com.
1: I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified.
2: Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember
3: you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob
2: All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob, thanks to the caddy for joining us. Hey, this segment brought to you by Odyssey and their new triple track putters available in stores now. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. And with the new triple track putters, it's never been easier to line up and hit that perfect stroke. Stroke lab shafts, everything you need to hit a better putt is available with the new triple track putters. And you can check them out at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter. In golf, Bob, it is time for the hoops vision. See what you've been missing. And I am going to, I'm going to throw this a little conspiracy at you here. Okay. Okay. Cause I was, we were talking to the caddy and we're thinking about all the, the changes to the schedule and everything. The thought occurred to me. Now, wait a minute. We're talking about rescheduling the U S open. We're going to move it from Wingfoot potentially to pebble beach. Yes. We're going to play it at a non-traditional time of year in a little bit of a non-traditional format, meaning another course will be in play. And I thought to myself, might this just be, with all this disturbance in the universe, the exact thing <laughs> that one Phil Mickelson might need to break that curse of six runners-up but yet never holding the trophy at the U.S. Open? He's going to be closer to the time of year when AT&T has played. He just won right. that a year ago. So this, is a, this seems like potentially... Maybe a little bit of a weird play out. Wouldn't that be quite the fitting end of this story is all I'm saying. If Lefty wins, his, finally gets his elusive U.S. Open in the COVID-19 reschedule stuff. I mean, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> so there
6: you go. So, there. You're,
1: so you're
2: saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Look. So you're saying there's another chance
1: on that golf course for Phil Mickelson to win.
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> how 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 horrible was it that he won at Pebble – The year the U.S. Open was at Pebble, but it wasn't the U.S. Open, right? I mean, so he's six times been a runner-up. His biggest gaffe was arguably at Wingfoot, yes, which is in question right now. So, putting all that together, it just makes you wonder if, God, maybe, just maybe, could line stars could line up for open
1: two years in a row at Pebble Beach?
2: (laughs) Conspiracy theories. Running rapid. So you might be missing. Of all the stuff we're focusing on, that might be something that you're missing. Hey, our friends at Hoops Vision, uh, they have uh, certainly been taking lots of precautions and have not been uh, normal business operations during all this time. But now is a great time to get on the calendar. As uh, Dr. Hoops told me, he plans on being slammed when this thing opens up. So, again, when you go to HoopsVision.com, schedule your free consultation, mention Real Golf Radio, save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure at HoopsVision.com. Still to come, the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. We're going to dive into what it's like to drive the tour truck. Kevin Napier, Callaway Golf, joins us. Stay tuned.
11: radio news with tim berg the unemployment rate is up to 4.4 percent after the u.s economy lost more than 7,000 jobs in the month of march top white house economic advisor larry kudlow believes i think in the in the weeks ahead sandra
3: it's going to get worse i can't pull any punches on that it will get worse this is a very deep contraction Uh, The numbers are going to come in very badly, they're going to look terrible. Uh, How much longer? I I don't really want to forecast, Uh, that's up to the health people, but uh, there's no question that it's going to be bad. There's also no question that we are
11: providing more relief and assistance for unemployment than ever before in our nation's history. Pablo speaking there on Fox News and House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy is warning about crafting another economic stimulus package so soon after the last one has passed. And you're listening to USA Radio News. America's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says there should be a nationwide stay-at-home order.
0: If you look at what's in those 30-day recommendations of the guidelines, that's essentially what it is. I mean, I know it's difficult but we're having a lot of suffering, a lot of death. This is inconvenient from an economic and a personal standpoint, but we just have to do it. That is our major weapon against this virus right now. Yeah. We don't have a vaccine that's deployable. This is the only thing we have, and we can get through it.
11: Next week is Holy Week for Christians, and Cardinal Timothy Dolan in New York is encouraging Catholics to watch services and masses online online or on tv
0: we desperately miss the presence of the physical
11: presence of our people but we trust in their
0: spiritual presence and our people miss being
11: there church doors are closed throughout the new york archdiocese as part of measures to prevent the spread of coronavirus and you're listening to usa radio news
0: at the american
1: veterinary medical association annual convention in washington dc i spoke with dr john howe avma president about one health
3: One Health is really a
0: collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals.
1: There's more valuable information at avma.org.
11: President Trump says he's taken a second test for coronavirus. With the details, here's USA Radio Network's Robin Walensky.
0: President Trump at the daily White House coronavirus briefing reveals he takes a second test out of curiosity to see how quickly it works and that he tests negative for the virus. His White House physician sending out a note saying the test takes one minute and results are back within 15 minutes.
11: As many people struggle to adjust to life at home, whether that's having kids at home because the kids are not in school or people are now working from home and having to self-quarantine Lots of folks are suffering from anxiety. Gabby Bernstein is a New York Times best-selling author and motivational speaker. She joins ABC's Good Morning America with some tips on how you can keep your stress and anxiety levels low.
5: I think that we have to set intentions every mm-hmm. single day to allow ourselves to show up with a better attitude and a better perspective. So one thing I've been doing every morning is I get out my journal and I write two questions down. How do I want to feel today? And what do I want to give today? And when we think about what we want to give today, do I want to give uh, groceries to a neighbor? Do I want to give to a charity? Do I want to give by posting something positive on social media? And by setting ourselves up with an intention each day, it really allows us to get into an energy that's going to be sustainable all throughout the day.
11: Some good advice there. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg.
1: That's 800-470-7113.
3: The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good, handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob.
2: All right, welcome in, it's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us on this uh, beautiful Saturday. It would be the final round of the Augusta National Women's Amateur championship and uh, we had expected to be doing this from our seats inside the media center at augusta national and uh, the press building i guess as it's officially called but that's not the case as uh, unfortunately the gates are locked and there is no tournament being held of course next week was supposed to be masters week and we're going to bring a lot of our memories and uh, reflections and favorite things about the masters coming up on next week's show in fact Billy Casper, Bob, your dad, Billy Casper, 50 years celebrating uh, his win in 1970. And we actually have an interview we did with him probably about 12 years ago where we, before he passed away, talking about what it meant for him to win At Augusta National and what the Masters has meant to him in his life. So you'll hear from that. Also, Kenny Perry in 2009 came oh so close, and one of my favorite interviews in all of the time that we have been doing this show in 20 years was listening to Kenny share what it was like the week after he came so close to winning a green jacket. Angel Cabrera prevailed in that playoff over Kenny and Chad Perry. Also uh, expected to catch up with 2003 champ Mike Weir for our annual conversation. And then more memories and uh, fun stories from our time the last 20 years at the Masters. So that's all coming up next week. Still to come here on hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. We're going to dive into one of those things that I think people really geek out on i mean how cool would it be to go from i PGA, you do. I,
1: yeah but you don't think well you've done it. no though. it's it, no it's all cool stuff and it's good good great information and and fun to be a part of it and be able to see it
2: yeah i mean that kevin napier is a senior tour tech for callaway golf on the pga tour he mm-hmm. is going from tour stop to tour stop driving the truck setting it up building clubs And I, I, we're going to give you an inside look at what Kevin's life is like, how he got to be in this position, and uh, some of the cool stories that he's had with players, and then what this truck is really like. These trucks, Bob, are state of the art awesomeness.
1: Yeah, they're they're great. They've got you know regripping stations. Uh, They can turn out you know iron sets and drivers and fairway woods and wedges and putters and the whole nine yards to get guys on tour ready to play
2: all right we're going to give you an inside look at that that's coming up here on the back nine hour number two and then we're going after that conversation we'll hit the news and notes and the latest happenings from this uh i guess canceled delayed postponed pga tour and professional golf schedule stay tuned the back nine continues next When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most
1: important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new
2: triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters. At OdysseyGolf.com, odyssey the number one putter in golf
1: callaway's relentless pursuit of innovation in iron design has established a completely new standard for distance and performance it's why callaway has been the number one irons in golf for five years in a row and this year they created an iron that the world has never seen Maverick, Callaway's first ever irons designed by artificial intelligence. Maverick irons feature a new flash face cup designed by AI. That means every face on every iron has been uniquely engineered to completely maximize distance and forgiveness. It also allows the center of gravity to be precisely positioned throughout your set to give you the optimal launch and control with every swing. Maverick irons are available in standard, pro, and max models to fit nearly every type of player. And all Maverick irons come with the classic sound and feel you expect from the number one irons in golf. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology
2: helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down? Hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver. Fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, low ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver an unmatched combination of speed consistency spin and control for complete performance and now the new 2020 chrome soft and chrome soft x are both available with alignment enhancing triple track technology so you'll have that performance lined up from t to green this ball changes everything get your new chrome soft or chrome soft x golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com.
3: Now back to real golf radio
2: with Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you right here on real golf radio. And again, talking about, uh, you know, some stories and some of the jobs uh, around the game of golf. And I think this is another one, uh, that is probably among some of the dream jobs for many of you golf fans out there. And, and again, it involves being around the tour players at all the tour events and, and uh, around some of the best equipment, cool stuff you're going to find in the game. And really excited to welcome our next guest. He's a senior tour trailer technician for Callaway Golf. That means he's driving the truck and building clubs and and doing all the heavy lifting. Uh, His name is Kevin Napier, and he's joining us right now. Hey, Kevin, how are you, man?
8: I'm well, guys. Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, it's good to visit with you. I mean, first of all, uh, I, I guess we're all hunkered down right now. The truck's not rolling, huh?
8: Truck is parked. The truck is set up. You know, if we need to get in there for some weird, odd, strange reason, um, but it is uh, it is parked and, and and set up right now. Not not rolling for probably looks like maybe seven weeks.
1: Wow, that's kind of that's kind of crazy for right in the middle of the tour schedule and and to be be down for seven weeks. So when you got the news of what was going on, where where were you at? What were you doing?
8: So I was actually pulling into uh, Tampa for Valspar on uh, friday morning so uh players we left wednesday night excuse me thursday morning uh players we left wednesday night um unless you are one of the first trucks we're it's weird logistically on the tour unless you're one of the first trucks to get out of players you probably aren't going to make it to south car in time to park on wednesday night just because you have to take those trucks and drive down a cart car path through the trees. so Doing that at night, it's a little dicey, so I was one of the last trucks to leave players and uh, stayed kind of outside of Tampa and drove in early morning Thursday, started setting up, started hearing some rumbling, some rumors of, you know, maybe this is our, you know, they're going to, I think I heard they were going to have the tournament at Tampa, no no patrons, just like they were at Players. So they are playing that first round at Players. We were setting up, you know, there's rumblings. We're hearing there's a PGA Tour meeting, um, at had like two that day, so we're kind of wildly gagging around seeing. Um, I'm waiting on a few trucks to park, you know, to kind of help those guys out. Um, I called Wade on the tailor-made truck, and he said, nope, we're not coming. Uh, we just got told to park the truck. So we heard something, you know, there. PXD was kind of a – once they came in and said, well, we're not going to set up. We're just going to kind of wait to see what this meeting does. Meanwhile, Titleist and I are already set up. And we're kind of, you know, bopping around there going, well, what's going to happen? So, I just said, well, I got a flight, guys. I'm, well, I'm heading out. I'm lucky to have Simon where he can come over from West Palm, maybe three-hour drive and grab the truck if we need to. Uh, so, I rolled out. Uh, next day, uh, I think we, we saw – or that evening, we saw uh, players get canceled and, and, you know, everything else just kind of toppled from there. So, super strange, you know, leading up to it. Are we working? Are we not? Are we no fans? Are we not? So it was crazy. And once we kind of heard the announcement to the Masters, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is real.
2: Yeah, I got real quick. Kevin Napier, Senior Tour Trailer Tech for Callaway Golf, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. All right, so Kevin, let's let's talk a little about uh, what what your day to day is like. Um, you know, from a for, from a job standpoint, you mentioned driving from from tour to tour stop and and then arriving and then setting up. So, what is the difference between parking and setting up? And kind of take us through what what a typical week is like for you.
8: Sure. So. Uh... It, it, it's kind of opposite of what you see on TV. So, you know, what you see on TV is a Thursday through the Sunday afternoon finish, four rounds. Um, we are kind of opposite of the tour. So um, on the tournament days, we're actually traveling uh, to the next tournament, setting up. Usually that means uh, driving, setting up uh, on site, you know, as, as a work week is coming, you know, popping out, leveling you know, cleaning out the truck, make sure everything's organized, putting our inventory away, you know, going to the locker room, grabbing our balls and our hats for our guys uh, for next week. So we're always, you know, two, three, sometimes four weeks in advance shipping stuff out, especially if it's an international event um, for the players. But uh, so that Sunday I'm kind of maybe two or three hours, maybe four, depending on, you know, how dirty or or where we're parking. And sometimes we have to wait for different trucks, you know, you're kind of, Shuffling everybody in, so some this person has to go here, and you have to wait for that person to show up. So sometimes that can take a little longer on Sunday. But then our days start out maybe Monday morning, seven to seven thirty arrival, and Monday mornings are usually somewhat slow, um, depending on you know if it's a tournament that's cross country or if it's hard to get to. You know, if guys are coming from like a WGC Mexico, it may be a little harder to get to that next event. So. It depends. Mondays could be kind of hit or miss, but Tuesdays, uh, same hours, kind of 7.15 to, to 5, 5.30, just as fast and as, as much as you can you can possibly build a golf club. So we have two guys on their building, myself and Simon, that are just nonstop from probably 8 to 5 uh, buildings. And then we're out of there uh, uh, Wednesday. I start kind of slowly packing up about uh, Thursday, excuse me, about uh I don't know, 12.31, you know, kind of slowly putting away things. The minute you start putting away things, you got to come in. It's inevitable. You know, <laughs> I need this at 12 or 1 o'clock. It's like, you know, you can't really say no. you got to help them. Uh, but uh, so we, we'll generally roll out about 2, 2.30, and then uh, we'll head to the next one. Um, so it's kind of a traveling circus, so to speak, three or four days.
1: You know, just a second ago, we were talking off air. You said you're doing, you know, six days of work or five days of work in two days. What does that consist of as far as what do you build? Um, are you building iron sets? Are you building lots of drivers? Uh, you know, the whole gamut of lots
8: stuff. Of, yep. Everything. Everything you can do. Uh, so I focus on wood and hybrid, And then I've got another gentleman by the name of Simon Wood, who came over from our European team. And he kind of heads up irons and wedge builds. He also gets out to the tee a little bit and works with players and ironing wedges when he's not building. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, we have the ability to build everything that is in their bag on that truck. So if somebody doesn't show up with their bag and it gets quote unquote lost, uh, that's a bad day for us because we're going to be busy. Um, if, if we were to do that, Simon and I could probably knock out a full bag and probably, you know, maybe hour 45. Wow. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's that's, that's pumping, so that driver, woods wedges, you know, iron putter. But, yeah, so we're able to do, and we carry back us on that trailer uh, to be able to put everything back in somebody's bag if they need it, whether it's, you know, an iron that, uh, you know, was hit in the desert, got a rock chip on it or in the face or, you know, it would get weird stories. You know, sometimes, you know, it keeps us in a job, but we, we have clubs that come in and multiple pieces. Uh, they, you know, were or their knee got in the way or a tree got in the way, but uh, yeah, it's it, it, we always hear stories of, of what happened and, and and I need this this and I need it yesterday, you know. But yeah, we are able to you know pretty much build anything that's in a player's bag at that event, whether it's you know maybe two or three years older as far as a the club they trust a lot. Um, we're, we're able to keep a backup and uh, we're able to build it.
2: We had Johnny Thompson on with us, and uh, I, I told Bob, I'm like, my guess is Kevin just does all the heavy lifting to make Johnny look good. Is that kind of how that goes?
8: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, we we both have very different roles, but we both rely on each other a ton. You know, I interact with Johnny, you know, and, and, and talk to him. And him as well. He's our other t rep. Um, but those guys, you know, they're – they're they're the kind of the mediator between myself and the player. So, it's 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 basically you know they're working with the player with that relationship with what the player needs and, and what they're they're trying to um, you know get a get a result with the club. Whether it's hey I'm spending it too much, hey um, you know I'm seeing a little bit more left or right in this driver or, or I need a backup or something like that. It doesn't matter what it is. But Johnny is kind of he he writes the orders up for me and and I kind of. I kind of build everything. So I interact with Johnny, you know, more than probably anybody uh, uh, on the truck on a daily basis. I see Johnny more than I see my wife. I'm sorry.
2: That's classic. All right, Kevin, hey, hang on one second. got to take a short break, but when we come back, I want to find out more about how you got into this gig, how you got into the game of golf and eventually landed here at Callaway, plus more on the day-to-day operations and what it's like and how much uh, tour players are changing equipment. We'll talk about all that next as we continue with Kevin Napier, Senior Tour Trailer Technician for Callaway Golf, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio.
1: I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified.
2: nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you might know
1: mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads and nozzles to use for your yard using smartphone technology you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers for all your landscaping needs Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you.
3: now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were
2: big for real here's brian and bob All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Continuing our conversation now with Senior Tour Trailer Technician with Callaway Golf. He's out there on the PGA Tour driving the truck from tour stop to tour stop, building clubs, and uh, just really pleased to continue our conversation with Kevin Napier. So how did you get started doing this?
8: Well, I've been in golf ever since I started playing when I was young, like seven, seven years old. Started playing junior golf, was a cart boy, cart kid, played high school golf, you know, did that as a job part of being, you know, running carts and taking range, Um, played golf a couple years in college at a D2 school, Um, transferred away, kind of burned out on golf, I uh, worked retail at multiple places, uh, winning edge golf in the late 90s, early 2000s in Knoxville, worked three different stints at three different PGA Tour superstores, right when they were starting out, so opened up a couple of those in the Phoenix area after working a with a friend of mine in, uh, in Dallas. Let's see, started caddy, kind of got burned out of that. Started caddying in Florida and North Carolina, six months uh, back and forth, just at a private club. Caddied for a friend of mine on Peter's Tour for a little while. He played maybe a half season on web, so got a little taste of that. Worked for, uh, got out of caddy, worked for Cleveland Golf, and they had a, a, a program called Tech Van, the Tech Van program. So it was a drive, filled kind of like a small version of what I'm doing now. So you learn to build, and you learn to kind of travel. As I'm in my mid to late 20s, I learned to build golf clubs and learned to kind of live on the road. So, you know, you're building for retail and building for tour but not be any more different. You know, there's a margin of error in retail, plus or minus this, or plus or minus this much weight. Where in tour, you don't get margin for error. If it's off, it's off. So kind of learn how to build fast on that tech band. Um, sometimes you're building six, seven irons, sets of irons a day. Uh, so it's retail. I mean, you got one guy out there sitting and one guy building. So it's two-man team. Um, got out of that. Worked for Adams Golf as a tour rep for about three months. Unfortunately, that was when Taylor May came in and I was the uh, last one in, first one out kind of thing. So that sunk. But I had a few uh, events under my belt doing that and, and made enough connections and, and, uh, Went back to retail for a short stint and got hired as a PGA driver for Callaway through, uh, through Kellen, uh, which was kind of an acquaintance. He, is, he was the driver tech at the time. He has since been through our putter rep, and now he's one of our key reps. So it's, uh, golf has always been part of my life. <laughs> Let's see
2: that's a great journey, uh really cool stuff. Yeah. Kevin Napier joining us here on Real golf Radio. All right, so back to the truck real quick what's the coolest thing on the truck? Tell us a little bit about what it looks like in there i know there's you know there's some accommodations for players to you know like lounge and hang out, and uh probably some cool you know tour type gear that's uh, available for the players what If someone were to get a, a a tour of of your truck what's what's kind of the cool things they 'd want to see
8: yeah, so i'll kind of walk you through. Uh... I do play tour guide every once in a while, so I'm not busy. <laughs> um, so I'll kind of walk you through. When you come in, the first thing you kind of see is, uh, which I think is one of the coolest things on there, is the hat cabinet. So The hat cabinet has labeled, you know, every staffer that we have, you know, front center is kind of, you know, Mickelson, Stinson, you know, the 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 old school Callaway guys that've been around for a long time. Um, and you see all the younger guys kind of surrounding there, but everybody has their own custom hat. Um, so whether it's fit, material, whatever. You know, some guys wear flat bills. Some guys wear uh, snapbacks. Some guys wear, you know, old school, like a rope hat or whatever. So it, that's kind of cool, and you kind of see some personality with, with their hats and stuff. Uh, second, we go kind of to the right where I keep all the iron and, and the driver heads and stuff. And so opening up drawers there is kind of a wow factor. Um, see all the shiny new stuff, irons, wood. Every once in a while, you'll, you know, you'll catch a, we'll have, some, some new stuff in there, prototype stuff that, you know, maybe in that bottom back door. Uh, but that, my building station next, uh, Simon, uh, uh, he's kind of up top in the front of the trailer. He, he Like I said, he does all the wedges and the irons. He has a, kind of a cool couple bags around him. We keep uh, backup sets of wedges for players in there because we have so many. Uh, now, if we're custom grinding something, we will custom grind it and then build it. It's hard to do with the weights and whatnot, but with his, with his station, he has all the, like the, the stamps and the painted and all that stuff that Anthony, our, our builder back at HQ, does. Uh, but he, he kind of has all those wedges in the bag, and they're very uh, different from one another as far as you know the way they look for their ground or something like that. Uh, across the way is, is Joe's kind of putter. Uh, Joe Toulon is our putter rep, uh, he has a lot of the, well, he carries four bags of putters with him. Uh, on tour, so you've got a lot of cool stuff in there, a lot of one offs. You know, you, you may see a putter and put it down, but it, it might have a different sight line or sight dot, or it may have, you know, some little different shape tweak here and there. So there's a lot of like little things you, you wouldn't notice if you were just kind of skimming around that truck, but if you took your time and looked at stuff compared to what you see on the shelf, um, there's a lot of little cool things, you know, in that truck.
2: That's awesome. And how often are guys switching stuff out? I think that's a question that that most people ask. Is you know yeah. how, how often are they regripping? How often are they changing iron yeah. sets, wedges? You know that type of thing.
8: Uh, that's a great question. Um, iron sets, I would say on average they go through one a year, unless you get a guy like that has the practice you know regimen of like a. Uh, and we don't have any guys like this really right now, like a BJ or Singh or, you know, somebody that just is a range ball beater. Maybe Alex Norris is is the guy for us that that just absolutely grinds on the range a lot. Uh, He he may go through two sets a year, but it's average two sets of iron a year, wedges. You know, a guy will ask for a lob wedge. Some guys do full sets at one time with wedges. Some guys just do a lob wedge every once in a while. So uh, a guy like Patrick Rogers. He goes through a full set every time. He's a custom grind. He may go through uh, four sets of wedges a year. Um, You know, a guy like, uh, uh, let's see, oh, goodness, maybe Alex Norris. Like I said earlier, he's a range beater. He he plays, I think, like a 48, 52, 56, 60 in the ND5, the Jaws. He'll go through. 48, 52, 56, maybe three times a year. And then that 60 degree that he practices with a lot and, and you know, pitches around the group a lot, maybe six times a year. Wow. So that's quite a bet for a 60 degree wedge. Um, with grips, everybody's different. Um, I feel like an average grip change is going to be every six, eight weeks. Uh, and, again, that depends on, you know, where they live, you know, where, where they're, how much their are feeding balls, how much they practice kind of, on their own time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Drivers, you know, we, we, we encourage, you know, the new stuff, obviously. But if we have a player who's very finicky about, you know, what they want to play and what ball flight they want to see and they had a lot of success with, you know, maybe Epic Flash or a year-old driver, we will test with them. And we will try to get them into something new and do our, our best we can. But a lot of times we won't lean on that guy, especially if they're, you know, top player in the world. We'll, it's a fine line. You know, we want them to do the stuff, but we want to play good as well, you know. So with Wood, they're always going to carry a backup driver head with them because we have the ability to screw everything on and off now. But we will, you know, I have the, the machines on the truck where I can dial in a driver, say, sent he plays a nine-degree standard Maverick head. I can find one within 0.1 degrees of loss and maybe 0.1 or 2 degrees of lie. and have the ability to do that with the machinery on the truck, and we can weight it up to the tenth of a gram to his uh, to his spec and he can carry that around and travel with that with him. Mm. Because Unfortunately, these guys, uh, they're very good as far as hitting, uh, you know, swinging fast but they're also very good at hitting the same spot on the face of the driver. So you, me, and everybody, you know, every other Joe Blow out here doesn't hit the same spot on the driver every time when we don't swing at 120, 115. So they do crack heads, unfortunately, and it's common. It's very common because they, they stress these drivers out no matter what we do uh, to try to give them the ability to, to, to play a driver all through the year. So it's, it's only a matter of time uh, a matter of time before – you know these guys will swing over a hundred, maybe thirteen
2: or fourteen. They're going to crack and drive. Us. Wow! Yeah, unfortunately, I've never had that. Uh, I, I have plenty of <laughs> plenty of coverage across the face uh, with with uh, where I hit the golf ball. Uh, so. <laughs> So it's I'm, I'm safe, like most people, like you said. Hey, Kevin, thanks so much, man. We really appreciate that. That's a That's a really cool insight into something that most people don't get an opportunity to see. Yeah. And hopefully the tour's up and rolling again, and you're up and rolling again real soon. And we'll yeah, see yeah. you out there.
8: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Certainly appreciate your time.
2: Yeah, no, you as well. Thanks, uh, we Kevin. appreciate it. Kevin Napier, Senior Tour Trailer Tech for Callaway Golf, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio.
9: The First Tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org.
2: When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at riversmith.com.
3: And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy.
9: What the-
5: and that'll cost him.
9: It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment,
1: almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive.
9: Join me and commit to always driving distraction free.
3: We are Farmers. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club. It's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win. by your best golf.
2: You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers not Callaway because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence. A powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates The kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed generating gel-brake technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com.
3: You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first
2: grade. You've
5: started it. That's
3: real. Golf Radio.
2: Hey, Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative. And that's what Callaway did when the new Maverick driver, Maverick's Flashface SS20, was designed using advanced artificial intelligence. A powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it explore maverick drivers at callawaygolf.com let me just tell you that my sub zero which apparently isn't even the fastest or or most or longest is amazing
1: that's why i got the standard maverick did you yes
2: oh well you don't you're Kendrick
1: not Stenson plays the standard maverick
2: we learned that from casey didn't we mm-hmm. yeah so i look i i think that's great i just have so much ball's i spin i put so much spin on it that yep. anything i can do to, to bring that spin down is good for me and so uh yeah i that's why there's multiple models right there you go so you can go with what works i really enjoyed listening to, to i said casey I, I, kevin i enjoyed listening to kevin and and um you know hearing his insights taking us through the tour trailer i haven't been on the latest callaway truck but we have been out there before and seen these and you know the players' lounge area he mentioned that hat rack where yeah. you know, all the players' you know custom hats are are mm-hmm. sitting there i mean it's it's the kind of stuff you can geek out on, and he told us afterwards when we finished the interview, he said, you know hey, uh anytime you're out there, come look me up love to love to have you on board and show you the truck so when we when we get out there and do that, we'll give you a little uh, video insider there but i I thought Kevin was fantastic,
1: yeah, he was fantastic. It's fun to hear how he progressed from playing you know collegiate golf and all the way through the 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 possibilities of what what could be what he's doing right now um fitting all that kind of stuff and now he's out on the pga tour and he's working and driving the truck and it's pretty crazy interesting gig yeah yeah quite a lifestyle
2: there's a lot of routes you can go right bob i mean you played college golf you went in professional we talked to johnny thompson last week and Yep. You and he had similar paths, but Kevin's went a little bit different direction where he went more in the retail route and yes. opened up some PGA Tour superstores and things like that. And, and then eventually got into the club building and, and mm-hmm. landed a spot out there on tour. So yep. I, I would suspect it's not for everyone. It's a lot of time out on the road. But yeah. if that suits you, then you know what? It's kind of a cool office. No doubt about yeah. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Bob. Let's talk about this week because we we mentioned this in hour number one with the caddy. But if you're just tuning into this episode or this hour, uh, there there's a lot going on. And and again, we wish you all the best out there. Hopefully, you're you're maintaining and being able to thrive and hopefully get out and play a little bit of golf uh, through all this. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing. But uh, and staying healthy is the biggest thing. But what what are we hearing on on this latest rumors with the the USGA talking about you know some potential dates for the US Open. The Women's Open's already been announced that they're in December. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they're they're moving to December tenth through thirteenth. It's going to be played at the same golf course that they have it planned at, and that's that's in Houston, Texas. So they'll be playing at the Champions um, Club in Houston, Texas, December tenth through thirteenth. PGA Tour or or some some rumors have gone out uh, regarding. Um, all the governing bodies meeting together, um, conference calling together, whatever every day, basically, because this thing's so fluid that the PGA tour now is looking like they're going to begin mid June. If things, if things start to settle down a little bit, they'll begin mid June. So with that in mind, if they did that, here's some important dates, um, for rescheduling as far as the big events the major championships that kind of thing first of all the pga tour was talking in these discussions about redoing the players championship then that got nixed off the schedule possible reschedule of the open championship if they're not able to play it july 16th through 19th is september 17th through 20th and that will still remain at royal saint george's um and that's a week before the ryder cup that's the week before the Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup would be is at, scheduled right now to be September 25th
2: through 27th. At Whistling Straits week. in Wisconsin, yeah.
1: Correct. If, for some reason, that the Open Championship cannot be played at Royal St. George's or they decide to cancel it um, away from their July 16th date or the September 20th date, if it's canceled, um, then the U.S. Open— would possibly take that date of September 17th through 20th and they would still play at Wingfoot. If for some reason that the open championship takes that slot, then the U S open is looking to be played in the fall. And if they play in the fall, they, they can't play back East because of weather and that kind of thing. They would try to move the event to the West coast and the two places that have been talked about or Torrey pines, um, and also Pebble Beach.
2: Yeah, they're saying basically if they get past September, right, you're, yes. you're yes. going to run you know, potential weather and, of course, daylight issues and things like that. Correct. So, you know, y- you mentioned Tory and Pebble. I think that's yep. really interesting. And they're talking about maybe needing an additional golf course
1: too. Well, they will need an additional golf course on a full field of 156 players. So that's the only way you can get that many players around. Normally it's in – June, when they play the U.S. Open, which are the longest days of the year, mm-hmm. then you can get 156 players around a single golf course. But if they have to move it to the fall, you've got shorter days. Now you've got to bring in another golf course to be able to get those players around in the first two rounds before the cut is made to go into the final two rounds at the host golf course.
2: Well, mm. well, so much like what Tory Pines is used to doing when they're hosting the Farmers in, in January yep. every year. So yep. that, that's interesting. I, I guess I'm Torrey we talked Pines,
1: about the other thing is Torrey Pines is slated for next year. So with that in mind, that could push it up to Pebble Beach. And um, Pebble Beach, we're coming off of Pebble Beach last year. We'd be, have another Pebble Beach this year.
2: OK, so the two scenarios are you go back to back at Pebble. Pebble could accommodate it. There's no problem. They're very USGA friendly. They love having the the events there uh i i think it would be fantastic anytime you can go to pebble beach it's 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 worth going to pebble beach yes. i love tory pines but pebble beach to me is that's that's the place so here here's the interesting point though if you did go with tory pines and tory's supposed to hold it next year right might they f- switch it and just say all right wingfoot why don't you take next summer or tory will jump up a, a early and take it in the fall
1: i don't know it's 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 not just a matter of just switching it. It's a matter of maybe getting the golf course in shape, growing the grass, um, getting the conditions to where they want them, uh, all that kind of thing. And it's it's a lot – I think it would be a lot easier to get Torrey or Pebble Beach to that position. Um, and
2: Right. No, 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 I'm talking – no, I, I'm with you. But saying, okay, Wingfoot, you can have next year since it's not working out this year, and Torrey yeah. will just move up and – Hosted this. That's a possibility. You see what you I'm bet. saying? Yeah. So, that's so the, a possibility. the agronomists are already on site. They've been on site for a couple of years, typically, you know, yes, as, as per correct. tradition at Wingfoot. Correct. So keep getting that one ready. And instead of having it this summer, you have it next summer. Yeah. And then Tory Pines jumps up and says, "You know, well, look, okay, we were we were scheduled to have it next summer. That's our preference. But look, and, you know, we would love the opportunity to jump in and provide this. Um, you know, again, anyone that jumps in and provides opportunities during coming off of this pandemic is going to be mm-hmm. in a unique sort of heralded position i i think so yes. to me it's it's a great opportunity for whoever does jump in to, to have some seriously goodwill yeah. um I, so
1: I agree with you the, the other it, side
2: of that would be look wingfoot thank you you're one of our most storied golf courses but it just didn't work out this year so we'll catch you in a few years that's you know what yeah. i mean well,
1: you're you the could, first one back in the rotation or whatever so pebble
2: yeah. would go back to back Tory would go next year and Wingfoot would just be out, which is a shame. I love Wingfoot. And yes. so that's why I think maybe it makes some more sense to have Tory step up. Now again, the organizers and the sponsors and everybody that's preparing for next summer, that that would definitely put them on their heels. It's gonna be a mad dash.
1: Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh getting all the logistics done, getting all the the tents and the you know the bleachers and everything put in place e- either way it's going to be very difficult and going to be um, extremely difficult and well, hard to get it all done
2: but as i told you at the end of last hour yeah. i love my the little thing that's popped into my mind is this disturbance in the universe that's causing all this potentially removing the, the US open from wingfoot which was phil's most difficult loss when he said i'm so what do you say i'm such an idiot and he hits it off the 10 on the 18 on the 72nd hole so to go to remove that out of the equation and somehow bump it back to Pebble Beach at a time closer to the AT&T where he's won five times, mm-hmm. he's six times a runner-up, might just be enough of the disturbance to break the curse and allow Phil to get that elusive US Open. I just keep thinking, man, who could write that story?
1: But if you have to play it on two courses to get to get the first two rounds done and finish it up on Pebble Beach... Would that put an asterisk next to his win?
2: Absolutely not. Yes, it would. No, no, yes, it wouldn't. It would. I, yes, it would. One hundred percent no. Is there any asterisk on any of the? They had to pull the strings to get Phil to win. Any, any. He, he still has to go out and win. Look, my theory. <laughs> I can write the script. Still, Phil still has to go out and play. There you go. Hey, see
1: now you're now you're thinking. Got that Disney script going?
2: I do. I'd love to see it. But t- Tiger's like, <laughs> hey, I got a Disney script for you. How about me coming back and winning another U.S. Open Yeah, at I Pebble agree. Beach? I agree. So, I mean, you're talking 2020 and 2000, so 20 years, two decades apart on the same golf course, there's another Disney story. So, look, there's a lot of guys, and Gary Woodland's like, hey, I'm still the defending champ, guys, give me a break here. I'm going to go win about, it again. Yeah, how about defending champ at the same course in the
1: U.S. Open? Be awesome. Two years in a row. That's another cool one, too.
2: Yeah. I mean, so there's 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 some great potential, great – and by the way, I mean, Rory played well. Justin Rose was right in the mix mm-hmm. till the last day. There was yep. a lot of guys that were right there that that could have mixed it up a little bit. Adam Scott played well there. Henrik Stenson played well. There's a lot of guys that played and well. And Phil
1: played well there again this year, too, and had a chance. At? Pebble Beach.
2: Well, yeah, but I'm talking about the U.S. Open, sorry. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, let's go then. PGA Championship, they're saying, could yes. be the first major – the beginning of August, sixth through the ninth, and that still would be played at that Harding be, Park.
1: That would be the Olympic. The end of the Olympic timeline yeah. would be the sixth through ninth at Harding Park PGA Championship. Um, postponing it from May to August, and then yeah, let's get to this one. And then the Masters would is looking like it could be scheduled for the week of November ninth, with tournament days of the twelfth through the fifteenth.
2: See now that that's got me excited. I mean. If I ha- so, you're so saying there's a chance. If I had to lose if I could only pick two of the majors, Bob. Mm-hmm. That I if I could only choose to see two majors this year, I would definitely go US Open and the Masters. Well, there you go. Not in that order. Masters, US Open. And here's why. No disrespect to the PGA Championship, uh, I I think it's always been number 4 in my mind. The Open Championship vacillates between number two and three in my mind, I go yes. with the American bias on this one, but more always, always will I go U.S. Open over the Open Championship when it's held at Royal St. George's. That thing is craters of the moon, man. I, don't, I do not like that golf course. You, you have to be lucky to win there. I think it's the worst golf course in the rotation, and that's from a guy that's never seen it, right? Just watching it on TV. But yep. from what I've seen, there's too much crazy stuff, luck that plays into that one. So that's what I'm saying. If it was a, if it was the Open Championship at St Andrews, now you're gonna ah man, we gotta go. That's the home of the, that's the home of golf. Gotta yep. play that one right. But the potential of going Torrey Pines, Pebble Beach, or Wingfoot, those three being in the mix. Yeah, I take that U.S. Open over Open Championship at Royal St George's. But Augusta, how about a November Augusta?
1: That would be cool. That'd really be cool. Fall colors. We wouldn't have the. The fall color or the the pretty colors of the azaleas, Um, but, you know, fall colors with those oak trees and all that kind of thing. Plus, uh, that beautiful golf course would be in probably pretty decent shape at that point in time. Um, I'm sure they get it there. But it would be awesome to see it as a November, and then be able to come back in April and see it again.
2: Yeah, that's a, the quick turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking. Hey, 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 here's here's one silver lining and all that, and it could be the absence of a yellow lining. Tell me, there's no tell me, there's no pollen in November, Bob? Oh, there would be. At least not pine pollen. There might be other yes. pollen. Yeah, yeah, but, but there's not going to be that
1: that pine pollen budding and. That yellow stuff all over the place, so yeah, i might concrete. actually
2: I might actually enjoy a master's minus the eye drops hmm <laughs> nobody feels bad for medication. me I get it, nobody feels bad for me i'm not, I'm, not, I'm not expecting <laughs> you to I'm just saying the pollen is real out there it's real
1: <laughs> and you know what those egg salad sandwiches will taste just as good then as they do now oh
2: man you could it's it's like it you'd be thanksgiving you'd be somewhere between. How about that? Tra- 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 uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving
1: masters on my wish list.
2: <laughs> oh man, yeah, I would um, give me some turkey for that. Would be gravy on the year, wouldn't it? That'd be the turkey. Oh, that'd be the be that'd awesome. be the gravy on the year. All right, we'll wrap things up next. Thanks for joining us as we salivate over a potential Masters in November. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio.
4: I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group,
1: where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified
6: swing into Uinta Golf and check out Callaway's new Maverick line of drivers fairway woods, irons, and hybrids the new Maverick line has been made with artificial intelligence to optimize distance with industry leading ball speeds, the Maverick Maverick Max and Maverick Sub-Zero driver faces have been uniquely engineered to improve club head speed and forgiveness the Maverick irons have been made to ensure optimal launch conditions with unprecedented feel, get custom fit today and receive a 50% trade-in bonus towards the new Maverick family, Uinta Golf home of the 90 day satisfaction guarantee. Guarantee.
2: Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you.
3: you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob
2: All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob, right here on Real Golf Radio, brought to you by Callaway Golf and their new Chrome Soft, their most advanced tour ball ever built for total performance. This ball changes everything again. Get Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at callawaygolf.com. It's been a fun show. I really appreciate those who joined us. Kevin Napier is the senior tour tech uh, for Callaway Golf, and uh, talks about driving the truck around from tour stop to tour stop. That was fantastic. Casey Clark is the – Marketing director for Quater Shoes, uh, Travis Matthew brand, a new line of golf shoes, brought that to you. Caddy joined us as well. And then I just can't quit thinking, Bob, about Thanksgiving dinner at Augusta. <laughs> at Augusta. <laughs> I'll bet the members, that's one of their favorite things, you know, yeah. if you happen to have a, a round of golf and a little bit of turkey dinner at the Masters. I mean, what, what could be better than that?
1: That'd be a nice lunch one day, too, mm. for the med- in the media center.
2: You know, I'm thinking that the peaches might not be in season, but... The pumpkins would be so. Then you'd have to go pumpkin pie instead of peach pie. But
1: pumpkin pie,
2: you're okay with that? Oh, I'm okay with that. Okay, all right. Yep. It would be interesting. I look. Who knows how this is all going to play out? What we do know is that with everything being upheaved, anything that happens from here on out will be somewhat of an anomaly. So why not yes. go big or go home? Let's let's do it. Let's have let's have women's opens in December. Let's have Masters in November. Let's have PGA Championships back in the August. Let's just let's mix it all up and do whatever we need to do, but get back to playing some golf. Hopefully, and
1: Tour Championship at the end of the year. Everything that's all involved, all the all the the big events, condense them all down into a, a short period of time in the late summer, early fall. Even into November, like the Masters. It would be be interesting. Hey, coming up
2: next week, we're not going to be at the Masters, but we'll give you our Masters edition, including a celebration 50 years since Billy Casper won the Masters in 1970. For Bob Casper and Dave Glauser, our producer, I'm Brian Taylor. As always, thanks for joining us right here on Real Golf Radio.
3: Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. It's been real.